Retro Hangover is supported via Patreon by listeners like you. We would especially like to thank our 16-bit tier subscribers, Lyle McCarns and Ashton Ruby. Your continued engagement and generous donations are deeply appreciated. Thank you. Open your ears and crack some beers. You are listening to episode 59 of Retro Hangover. Retro and classic gamers, welcome to the podcast where we willingly whack willies while watching Wallabies wank with wanton wildness. This is episode 59 of the Retro Hangover Podcast. I am your co-host, Chris Copleen, joined by special guest and soon-to-be semi-permanent member, LP Tiger, and as always, your host, Shane Dick Waggle Dragon Controls Koski. You know, that that pretentious preamble that you've got there is like describing some very dark, like niche corner of Pornhub or something. And I don't know how I feel about that. I'm, I'm getting out there for the furries. Oh, well, we, we are nothing if not inclusionary. So so I guess that's great furries. Indeed. I'm not a furry, by the way. And in case anyone you may. <laughs> you are now free to yiff about the cabin. I'm not a furry. Is Shane's name always about peepees? No, Dick Dragon. <laughs> Dick Dragon. Yeah, man, it's about a dragon. It's a mythical creature. It's completely different. Oh, oh, okay. I was just I don't yes. Know. And so, like, I've been thinking yes. about trying to design a, a a picture through through Fiverr. Either we get like just the eggplant dragon. Courtesy of Vertikai, thank you again, Vertikai, on our Instagram page. I still think that that's a good idea. Or the other one is thinking I'm going on Fiverr and saying to somebody, make an eggplant and then have like a Shenlong dragon wrapped around that eggplant. Ooh, I like it. I think we could okay. go that route. We've got some options. I'll yeah. donate two fifty. Two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> thank Great. you. No, you said like Fiverr, two dollars and fifty cents. Oh, they, they go higher than five dollars, unfortunately. Yeah, and they, things aren't they do, like they yeah. used to be. No. <laughs> no, fi- Fiverr is like the equivalent of the dollar store where like most things aren't actually a dollar. Right. It's like, do you want it in black and white? Then it's $5. You want color? Then it's $150. you are like, what? This is, this is why I love Dollar Tree and not the other fake dollar, tr- <laughs> dollar stores. All right, well, uh, welcome to Retro Hangover, the discount store review podcast. <laughs> uh, because this is a g- discount store podcast. Family dollar. That's right. Bargain bin video game discussions. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Tiger, how you doing? It's It's been a few episodes since you've been on. We'd love to have you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. I, I was happy to be back and I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Um, I was a little down and out a few days ago um, because uh, I, I had some congestion issues. But other than that, I've, uh, I'm doing I'm doing great and I'm ready to go. I mean, if you've contracted the, you know, COVID-19, you can, you can just tell us you're, you're safe here. He's well, real- I mean, <laughs> I mean <ugh. laughs> punctuated by a sniffle. Mm. That's good. 
Um, no, if I don't have it now, I'll probably have it in uh, in a week or so. I'm going to Japan. <laughs> ah. But, uh, you know, I think there's a benefit there. I'll, I'll go to Japan, you know, have a great time. Uh, arcade mm-hmm. games, retro games, and all that. And then I'll probably get two more weeks off after I've returned. The good thing is, go. in Japan, it's the Sapporo virus. <laughs> wow, that... <laughs> I, that actually took me a minute to get that joke. That's that's good. I like that. All like three people are going to understand that. But there okay. you go. I, it, I finally got it. And uh, yeah. But if it made sense if I uh, said Asahi virus. <laughs> that would have been better for me. Because <laughs> I was like, that you, you know, there is a place called Sapporo and that is where most of the, the virus is. So I, Hey, look how, look how apt that is. You can get drunk and get sick at the same time. <laughs> From not getting drunk. (laughs) Right. Exactly. No, I mean, that's, you know, clearly I'm the the uncultured swine here who, like, I I had to think for a second. And I was like, oh, right. I've seen that beer at the hibachi restaurant. (laughs) So, you know, I got that going for me. (laughs) Hibachi. It's an interactive dining experience, Chris. It's very interactive. Like the... Like the conveyor belt sushi that I'm sure you can't get sick from in Japan. That's not going to be a oh, concern. No. But I will have to say this. I mean, I'd have to ask you this, mm-hmm. Tiger, because I, I follow you on Instagram and I noticed that you have you went to PAX East last week. So please, I please, did. please let us know what that was like uh, in in the form of gaming or in the form of staying away from people who touch gaming controllers and <laughs> viruses. Uh, both yes (laughs) that was a great time i i've been to bax every year for like the last 10 years i'd say um it's always a great time i always say that it it should be uh, something if you're into gaming you should at least go to one pax in your life um it's a huge celebration of gaming and with that said um with the coronavirus stuff going on uh they were very very heavily focused on uh, cleaning this time and you definitely noticed because every time someone would leave especially the nintendo booth every single rep would be like wiping down the controllers uh there were people giving out sanitizer everywhere you had people setting up sanitizer on their like tables uh people had masks on so it also it almost felt like i was Just in japan anything so <laughs> For, i have to ask nintendo was very cleanly was the sega booth like dirtier and have more violence um there there was oh, like yeah. there was like a dumpster like brown sure. crusty uh <laughs> i don't think sega was yeah, even there, there actually oh yeah they were just setting up they were just setting up a night trap <laughs> they they were but they were like outside in the back of the building next to the dumpsters ah yeah i didn't i wasn't there yeah yeah that's, well that's, that's, that's the only part only, of the pack so uh, con i did not yeah so i imagine like most of the convention center probably just reeked of purell <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> um uh i never knew how um how much that smell would give me a headache until mm, yeah. uh <laughs> that weekend mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that the v- vaguely alcoholic slash hint of aloe smell yeah, yeah. it's great mm-hmm. or flowers well that or flowers or lavender or or sea breeze whatever that i i just imagine that that smells like seagulls or in special corners salt. new car ooh there you go yes <laughs> like the smell of plastic it's great so other than that tiger other than pack seats what have you been up to what have you been playing what have you been up to the vinci games most recently um i have been playing final fantasy 6 or if you're american final fantasy 3 um, Aha. I had just recently finished Final Fantasy VII, 
And I had this like uh, debate with myself because I have always said in my life that Final Fantasy VI was my favorite Final Fantasy ever. And after playing Final Fantasy VII for like 80 hours, I had a conflict <laughs> because <laughs> I swear to you that Final Fantasy VII now clashes in my head as one of the best games of all time. So I'm playing through Final Fantasy VI to make sure that that is or is not true. Uh, <laughs> if I have if I have to say my favorite way of playing that, and I, I'd go into the FF6, FF7 discussion, but I have a feeling there's an episode coming up very soon where we can have that. <laughs> just a feeling, just a hunch. Um, possibility. There's a patch out there that you can put on a, a ROM. It's a... They retranslated it and they fixed up a bunch of the bugs, like the X-Zone bug or the Vanish X-Zone bug. And um, it, it makes it a little bit more difficult, especially in that that tower where you can only use magic, the Tower of the Fanatics. And um, yeah, it was really that's a that's a really fun time if you ever have time to do it that way. That's that's an interesting way to play it. I think like I don't have a, a whole bunch of experience with all the FF series, but from what I've played thus far, I think I'd probably have to say that. I think FF4 probably be my favorite of like the mainline entries. Same. But also having said that, I take the perhaps somewhat unpopular stance that I believe that Final Fantasy Tactics is better. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is that line drawn. People that love tactics and then the other people that's like throwing out numbers. Um, <laughs> but uh, Final Fantasy 4 is the first like my first hint of any RPG at all. And mm. it was also the first time I realized that I have this huge um, love for like good music yes. in video yes. games because yeah. the music drew me to that game. And I didn't, I remember my friend saying like, I, I don't play this game. And it was his like older brother playing it. And he was like, I don't play this game because I don't understand it. But I was like, I was drawn to the music. So like, I remember renting it and like just, you know, making my way through it and liking every track that I heard. And I mean, I feel the same way about six and seven and, you know, any most other Final Fantasy games I played, like the music really stands out. Fun fact. Yeah, for sure. Mystic Quest has really good music. Oh, I loved Mystic Quest as well. Yeah, music's fantastic. Yeah. I bet that's about all I have to really say about that game. Music is great. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's <laughs> not on anyone's favorite Final Fantasy <laughs> It's not a bad game. So, so Chris, give us a quick overview on uh, anything you've been playing lately. I finally beat Evolution Worlds. I will be cool. generating a rapid-fire review for that. Um, quick, too long, don't listen, but please listen, is uh, don't play it. <laughs> that's that's like when you sent that message in the Discord and you were just like, well, I finished it and um, don't bother. It's like, cool, all right. Yep, I wasted my time so you don't have to. Uh, fantastic. Yes. So other than that, uh, I started playing a game called River City Girls, and that is a very good game. If you like beat em ups, go ahead and play that. It's very much in the vein of uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World or Double Drake or and Neon. Ransom. And they are very, very good games. That was at PAX, actually. And it is a beautiful game. I had never seen it like in person. It's a lot of fun, too. Did you get to play it? it? Uh, I did a little bit. And it basically, like, you envision, like, how Pixels looked when you were playing Double Dragon or River City Ransom. And they basically said, okay, so what if we redid it and, like, made it beautiful? And, you know, this is what you thought it looked like when you were younger. And, uh, it, uh, yes, it, the, it, it's, the Ocarina it's of amazing. Time 3D it's beautiful. thing. Yes. Yeah. 
I love having yeah. a physical copy of it, too. I'm not even going to lie. Of course you do. Of course I do. Mm-hmm. Which moves us over to Shane. Shane, what have you been doing yes. in the area of digitalness and otherwise? Um, yeah, not a whole lot, actually, right now. Um, I'm still – I'm working the, my way through the rest of uh, – Sonic Team Racing Transformed, or however I'm butchering the title of that game, but the the Sonic Kart <laughs> man, I'm playing that because it's a really good kart game, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm finishing up trying to get stars on the uh, the campaign mode to unlock everything. Um, but that's that's actually mostly it. I got a little bit more time into Darksiders Genesis. I I want to have some time to play that more. And I've got the FF7 remake demo that just came out recently. Um, I've got that downloaded to the PS4, so we're going to take a crack at that um, pretty soon, too, because I've heard actually really good things about it. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for me right now. Are you on the side of the Sonic racing game being better than Mario Kart? <laughs> uh, I So, I don't know yet. I I had mentioned that in one of our previous episodes where I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. I think the Sonic racing game has some major strengths that the Mario Kart franchise does not. So I think it does some things better, but um I don't know, that's a tough call, man. Like I like both of them a whole lot, so I don't know. I'm I'm at least more fair. <laughs> oh, the in Sonic? Yes. I would say yeah. Uh yeah, I would say so. I think the AI is a lot more, a lot more fair, less of a dick bag than a lot of the <laughs> Mario Kart. AI Maybe that's what people be. love. They just like the fact that it's more fair, rather than this random blue shell that you know evens out the playing field. But I mean, I really yeah. don't know much about uh, Sonic Transform. I I right would now. say I would say this: Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed makes me happier. That's the whole title. Yes, it makes me happier. It gives me this sense of joy. That I don't get from Mario Kart, but while I'm playing Mario Kart, I know it's a better game. So there you go. Sonic Kart, Mary Kondo approved. It that, gives you joy. <laughs> that makes me sad. But I grew up as a Sega. I grew up as someone who played both Sonic and Mario, like Sega and Nintendo. So I have a lot of the Sega nostalgia uh, in addition to the Nintendo nostalgia. And if you don't have the Sega mm. nostalgia, it's not. it may not make you feel the way that it made me feel or other people that's probably that's probably what it is for me to be quite honest yeah Mm. so uh so speaking of nintendo games um we got one that we're going to talk about today and we got the title out there so you already know what it is and you're probably thinking man they might want to talk about that so we're gonna and because we've got uh the illustrious lp tiger with us today he is going to do us the honor of reading the brief history for we sports Finding a type of game that everyone can enjoy had been Nintendo's main mission going back to the NES. In 2006, Nintendo was recovering from somewhat of an identity crisis. Games of the day had never been darker, edgier, more mature. This approach was reflected in much of the GameCube's lineup, except when it wasn't. Nintendo's box with Handle had been heavily lauded when it delivered games like Eternal Darkness and exclusive at the time Resident Evil games, but was somewhat panned by gaming fans for efforts such as Mario Sunshine and The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, despite Wind Waker being considered an all-time classic. The GameCube was crushed by the PlayStation 2, as everything was at the time, 
and went on to be Nintendo's second worst-selling home console ever. Something needed to change. And then came along the Nintendo Wii. Today, we're talking about the game that sold that Wii, aptly titled Wii Sports. Wii Sports was the brainchild of Katsuya Eguchi, a director at Nintendo for all of the Animal Crossing games made up to that point, who envisioned a game that would move away from focusing exclusively on attracting gamers and more on people who had never played games before in their life. Eguchi chose a sports theme as it was a concept he felt like everyone could universally relate to. Five sports games were chosen, baseball, tennis, golf, boxing, and perhaps the most famous, bowling. Each sport would utilize the Wii's controller named the Wii Remote or Wiimote for short. The Wiimote contained an accelerometer for motion controls. This would mean a swing of your arm would mean a swing of your tennis racket or baseball bat or rolling a bowling ball. This motion wasn't perfectly precise due to the limitations in technology at the time, so a focus on simple actions such as hitting and pitching were primarily focused on to give players a better feeling of realism where it would be felt the most. Unlike many sports games, Wii Sports would not use any major celebrities as player models or sports licensing. Rather, it would use cute caricatures called Miis that the player themselves could customize as they so desired. Miis would become a staple representative of the Wii almost immediately, as you could design an entire lineup that would show up in any and all of the sports. Plus, it made playing with friends and family far more inviting and entertaining. The game was announced during E3 2006 and would be bundled with the Wii's launch in North America on November 19, 2006, while being sold alongside the Wii in Japan on December the 2nd. Initial reception was mixed with an aggregate rating of 76 according to Metacritic, but that wouldn't stop the game from making the Wii and itself an absolute juggernaut in terms of sales. Throughout the Wii's life, Wii Sports would go on to sell a whopping 83 million units worldwide, mostly due to the fact that it was a bundled game, but was still successful in Japan where it sold 2 million copies in 2007 despite being sold separately. Wii Sports may not have much of a legacy today since the release of the Switch, but the game itself received a sequel in Wii Sports Resort for the Wii and an HD remaster as Wii Sports Club for the Wii U. It would inspire other games from Nintendo such as Wii Fit, Wii Play, and Wii Music, as well as having almost every major publisher release their own version and shovelware during the era of the Wii. It is a game that certainly ruled its day, and the impact it had on the gaming community and industry will be imprinted forever. And that is your brief history of Wii Sports. All right. Well, thank you, Tiger, for the brief history of the Wii Sports. Um, I don't know about you two, but I I have got a whole lot of uh, pretty pretty fond memories of, of this one um, for a number of reasons. But uh, I don't know who who wants to take this one first. I guess I guess I'll I'll jump in here first. I'll go for cool. it. Um, so my first experience. I got a Wii in 2007. I wasn't able to get it in 2006 because, of course, no one was because yeah, the Wiis were sold out everywhere, if anyone can remember. So yes. one day I walked into a GameStop in a mall that's close to me. I'll just say Orange Park Mall. Let's, let's call it that. And 
Went up to the counter, asked them if they had any Wii's. They said they had a Wii. And this is uh, right after I got back from a deployment. Took it home and opened up Wii Sports, and there it was. And it was new gaming on the Wii, because I don't really remember anything other than Twilight Princess on the Wii at the time. But even with Twilight Princess out, I kept going back to Wii Sports, just because it was simple and beautiful, and it was just fun. It was a really fun game. Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, at least from my perspective, I know that I if this hadn't been a pack-in, I'm not sure that I ever would have like purposefully gone to buy it. Just because of the way that it looks on the outset, it looked like something that I wouldn't give two shits about. Like a shovelware um, game. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But because it was bundled with, with the Wii... Um, you know, when I ended up getting it and I'm pretty sure, I think my story was the same as yours. I don't think I managed to get one until around 2007. Also, I think I want to say holiday season, 2007, something like that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I was thoroughly surprised by how much fun this game was and, and how much I actually enjoyed it. Um, of all of the games that I had for my weeks, I, I do not have it any longer, pretty certain that this one probably got the most playtime so that's that's something to be said about that mm-hmm. for me i would say the the biggest thing that stands out um i remember like in baseball and uh in boxing both of those games um specifically stood out for me because um you know the we had motion controls it was the first time we ever experienced motion controls before um so, you know, I'd like to play certain games with that where you can really uh, focus on that motion. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can swing a racket, you can throw a ball or whatever. But like in baseball, when you're up at bat, I remember holding it, holding the Wiimote like a bat and like, you know, twirling it around. And as you're twirling it, you see the bat going, woo, Yeah. And that was just so amazing <laughs> to me <laughs> that I can, you know, do like do all these motions and it, it would it would display on the screen. That was that was like the thing that I played with the most. Um, and also in boxing, where you're like, there were there were times where you're, I'd, I'd knock the person out, and then I'd raise my arms in the air. <laughs> the character would raise his arms in the air, <laughs> like, yeah, boy, what do you want? What do you want? You know, uh, <laughs> just really getting into character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really <laughs> put me more in the game, definitely. So I mean. Uh, oh yeah, and and you know I had I had, I played this game with bunch of friends and bowling. You know, bowling was the most popular because you could just pass the controller around. There was not much effort that was needed. Mm-hmm. You took one Wii mote and you just passed it around. It was a good time. It was really simple fun. Everyone everyone could enjoy. I, yeah, I, I think what really brought the game into the fold, especially for me, is it was the me's being able to design your own character. And having other people that that you're playing with or like in your household being able to design their own character, too. So I think the inclusion of the Miis in Wii Sports and like right off the get, you're talking about right when the Wii launched, really separated this game from traditional party games where you're taking on an avatar that you may not be able to design just a very generic avatar and with a lot of customization. And it's, it's still very basic kind of design, but it really personified the way you played that game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and granted, like you said, even though by, well, I would say even by some standards of that time, but especially by standards of today, the customization options are 
fairly basic, yes, but they were also flexible enough that you could actually do some pretty crazy things with those Mies. Um, like putting a dick on a and, face? <laughs> <laughs> well, there there is always that, yes. But uh, I, I saw some pretty creative Mies uh, floating around at the time. But yeah, that level of personalization I think was really important um, because that helps to kind of get the player invested in it. And that coupled with the sort of pick up and play nature of Wii Sports and the smart decision on on Nintendo's behalf to, you know, stick with something that's mostly universally relatable as, as far as like, you know, well-known sports go. Um, that all combined is really, I think, what contributed to this being such a giant game and system seller for the Wii. Because, I mean, this this was probably one of the first times I think I personally can remember where a video game crossed over just about every single, you know, social divide, whether it was, you know, uh, grandparents in nursing homes or your mom and dad on, on Christmas or whatever. And that, that one's personal to me. This was one of the few games that my parents actually played and were halfway decent at. Um, other than that, I, I vaguely remember my dad attempting to play super Mario brothers back when we had our NES back in the day. And, that went okay. Um, but, but outside of that, uh, the, the whole like generation spanning nature of this game was largely unprecedented at the time. Like you could bowl with your grandma in the living room. And that was crazy at the time, but also really fun. Not to mention, I'm sure difficulty always had uh, an issue with people that weren't into gaming, like the, how to like what buttons to press and such. All you needed to do was, you know, swing the racket or, you know, or right. swing the bat. And, and it didn't take much to learn how to play the game. So uh, obviously that was why it was uh, much more appealing. Another thing I wanted to bring up was um, I, I just got the game for this podcast so I could prepare myself. And I was like, I need to remember what it was like. The the sound effects in the game were like really good. <laughs> oh yeah. It was yeah. really good. It really put you like it you felt like you were hitting the tennis ball. And not only the fact um where the sounds good on the television, it was good on the Wii mode as well cuz it had a speaker inside of the Wii remote. So you That's could right. you yeah. could hear the the beeps and the clicks and and the sounds that were going on while you were playing. So it really put you in the game. Oh yeah, uh, and plus, you know, I'll, I'll I'll never forget that announcer, you know, playing like Wii Golf or whatever. And it's just like nice on, <laughs> super, super cheesy, but awesome. I do think like yeah, but I, I the think selection really well. of sports was brilliant too because they're all basic, but they're all universally mm-hmm. known. There's not a single sport that's included with it that people don't understand at least. In Japan and the United States, for example, I think in Europe, baseball, not the biggest thing as far as I know about Europe, but, you know, tennis, golf, boxing and bowling that those are universally loved and appreciated sports. Yeah, they, they maybe they could have swapped that out for cricket. Uh, no, or something. no. Fuck cricket. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to watch cricket. Apparently that goes on for days. That's why that, you know, we made baseball. We don't, we Apparently, don't it depends on what kind of cricket you're watching. Traditional cricket, evidently, is the one that can go on for days at a time. But a, I, I guess they've come up with an abbreviated, like modern version of cricket. Yeah, it's called takes, baseball. Like, a few hours. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Well, for the two European listeners that we have, they've now <laughs> unsubscribed. So it's been it's been nice. Thank you. As long well as long well, we may not have people in India. So if people in India are listening to this, I'm really sorry. Cricket sucks. Get with baseball. <laughs> Well, that's okay because all there is lift. No, never mind. I was gonna make a bad joke about crickets listening. No, do, do it. <laughs> Aww. Well, now I kind of already know where that one was going. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I don't uh, need to. I think we should we, we should kind of break down each game. And sure. Uh, which one do we want to start with? I think I'll pick first. Uh, so I'll just go out there. Well, fucking go right ahead. Let's Jeez. do it. I yeah. let's talk about. I'm gonna guess the game we all played the least. I'm gonna guess golf. Mm, not true. Oh, ah, not true for me either. Oh wow. Okay. I played a shitload of golf actually. Wow. I loved golf. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Okay. So I was actually good at it wrong. though. So. Hmm. Um. I, I think the one I played the least out of all those, honestly, was probably probably a tie between boxing or baseball. Ooh. Yeah. I was going to say boxing, but I heard Tiger really lay on it. But let's talk about golf. Uh, how did we f- so okay. briefly? So y- y'all, both of you loved golf. Is what it sounds like. I, I mean, did, I'm pretty definitely. sure I got pro status on golf. I'm pro on everything. <laughs> that, well, <laughs> well, but, excuse me. I'm uh, golf. Yeah. I, actually, I'm golf clapping hey, for you right thank now. Thank you, golf clap. Yeah, thank you. I'll you take go. it. Yeah. I'll take you. I'm doing a. I'm doing a tiger. <laughs> like <laughs> tiger. <laughs> this, the unexpected Wii Sports flex. Tiger uppercut. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Boo. Anyway. Talking about golf. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I guess this extends to all all of the the, the sports that are included in this. But I, I was pleasantly surprised with how responsive the controls are, um, even without the Wii Motion Plus, which, you know, obviously wasn't there uh, at, at the get. Mm-hmm. Um, and Because that was something. And if you listen to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that like that I don't generally like motion controls for anything ever i think they're terrible um That's mostly wise. because they f- they feel like they get shoehorned into games that don't fucking need it it's a dick um, waggle dragon control yeah well <laughs> that so this game is like one of the very very few exceptions to that probably because it was built specifically to showcase it so it works very very well and even without that we motion plus um you know you still get some some really great feedback from this and so I, I always enjoyed the golf um, because I suck at real life golf. So this was the closest I was going to get to playing mm. probably. But yeah, like I think, you know, judging the the wind and all that stuff. And uh, it, it was, I don't know. I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Plus, like I said, nice on. <laughs> nice on. Huh? Uh, it was it was a calm game. You know, golf is generally a calm game. Um, I've always, I've, I don't, it's not something that I really say. Like if someone to ask me, like, what's my favorite sports game? I never say golf, but golf games, I've always like had an experience with. And mm. for some reason, I just have this, I have this connection with, all right, so the wind is going 18 miles per hour west. So that means I need to hit the ball east about this much. And, <laughs> and I need to hit the ball about this much distance. So... I think I got it. Let me practice, practice. All right, here's my real hip. Boom. And I do it. And it feels good. And that's why I like golf. <laughs> because 90% of the time, the, the when I'm playing a golf game, it works out for me. So All right. So, yeah. Tiger, I've got this game for you. All right. Okay. Hear me out. It's called Sniper Elite. Ah, I've and, heard of it. Yeah. 
and you know you can play like a real sniper and take wind into account and like bullet drop and distance and the curvature of oh, the earth is it for Wii U? Like, it's a hole in one i feel like this is something that'd be right up your alley yeah. i mean you know clearly there's a logical step between golfing and shooting a man in the head from a mile away <laughs> yeah i don't hole in one hole That's in right. one or nice uh, headshot on. i don't know just <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, I, I absolutely love golf. Uh, what I was going to say earlier is the, the one I played the least is uh, definitely baseball. Oh, because, boo. Well, is it? do you play all nine innings in the game? I don't remember. I think it was five. I, think, I, think I feel five like innings. you do. So it was like the longest game on the freaking game. <laughs> So like I'd like I'd be done by like three innings. I'm like, all right, I'm not uh, I'm not playing this all the way. I love baseball. Yeah, I'd love that uh, until it started getting hard, like until the difficulty raised, because mm. every time you win, of course, that's one of the features yep. of Wii Sports is that your your like experience or your rating goes higher. And the one the graph. shitty thing about baseball is mm. it doesn't matter how how you hit it at some point, it always gets caught. And it doesn't matter how you pitch it at some point. It always gets hit. So it's fun. And I love baseball because until you get to that point, it's a lot of fun because you're hitting you're hitting it fine. You're pitching it fine. It's competitive. And then you get too good in the game. Just says, hey, go fuck yourself. And then all of a sudden. Great. Yeah. This goes back to Nintendo's like bullshit AI. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like noticing a trend here for a while. It was uh, Super Mario Brothers world one one and then all of a sudden it becomes battletoads the uh the the, the level with the rocket like or the, the speeder yeah. bike yes. level or whatever yes. yeah. turbo the turbo tunnel yeah. uh, i think the that, word for wow. that is bullshit <laughs> yes that's a, bullshit that's a that's a great <laughs> euphemism the turbo tunnel i'm gonna have to remember that also yes for sex <laughs> thank you for clarifying that yes <laughs> One thing that uh, people may have like missed, um, mm. I mean, when okay, so like just playing it, when it when you start the game, it literally gives you the five selections of the sports, like uh-huh, simple right. as that. Um, there's also a fitness area where it'll yes. just like choose random mini games, and I don't know if um, some people may have missed this, but there's actually a mini game section where they have three mini games uh, per sport. So like in tennis, there you know there's a there's a mini game where you have to hit this target on a brick wall, and if you keep missing the target, yes. then you're slowly breaking the brick wall, and if you break the brick wall, you lose. But you know it keeps your high score on uh, all of these mini games. Uh, the one that stands out the most for me is uh, the one in bowling, where you start off with ten pins, then it goes to like twenty. <laughs> And it goes oh, like yeah. 40 and you <laughs> end up with like that. 99 pins or something. And it's just like, it feels so good to hit a strike on 99 pins or 89 or however many it was. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> because do wanna, like I said, the uh, sound feels so good and it feels so real. I do want to wait to hold off on talking about bowling because I think bowling's the most universally praised of all the sports. Oh, yeah. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I do remember the mini game stuff though. And, and the, so the oh, fitness yeah. portion too, um, I, I distinctly remember their, uh, their age estimation based on your performance. <laughs> so if anybody else out there is like me and they're just like, 
you have the performance age of like 68 year old. I'm like, well, fuck you too, Nintendo. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need to go back and that play made and me want to improve. Well, at the time, yeah. it was fairly accurate because it's like, you're a 21 year old. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not 21 anymore. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm oh, still 22, like, according to what it said two days ago. So, <laughs> Ooh. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I 20 like is the best you much. can do. So, I guess guess you're doing all right. Need to go back and play <laughs> Brain Age. Oh, oh, I'm a math guy, so <laughs> Brain Age is like you should be dead. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about tennis. I love tennis. Yeah, I was I was into tennis. Um, I think that was one of the ones though that I enjoyed more playing with somebody else. I will say that. I, yeah, you can actually play tennis with four people. I forgot you could do doubles. So yeah, that was mm-hmm. always fun. The yeah. only problem with tennis, and I love tennis, I love it for the Wii U, is it exposed the lie of the Wiimote. <laughs> go, go on. Go on. <laughs> so you don't have to swing your Wiimote <laughs> in order to swing your racket. You just kind of have to flick your wrist and you'll swing swing the Wiimote. It'll just happen. You. You mean that I didn't have to, like, Serena Williams my way around the living room? <laughs> Fuck no! You don't have to do that shit. Mm. It, that, like, I think- once you learn that, the entire illusion of Wii Sports <laughs> somewhat collapsed in on itself. You're like, wait, I don't have to, like, actually look like a jackass in front of my TV? You're like, no! Just, like, kind of yeah. click it. <laughs> You mean you mean I don't have to hurl my Wiimote through my fucking flat screen TV? No. Crazy. And to get a new strap, because that's what Nintendo said. Yeah. I can see Shane right now in his living room going, ha! Huh, 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 huh. <laughs> yep. Exactly tennis, like that. Getting it's like you were there. Getting like a ejaculatory with this Wiimote. With the waggle. I mean, I will say that waggling is remote. I definitely, I, I definitely got into, I got into kind of like what Tiger was saying. Like, I really got into playing these games. Like, granted, you you didn't really need to, but that was also part of the reason why I think I never really liked the baseball one that much is because I swung so hard with that thing that, like, by you know three or four innings in, I was just like, my arms are done, man. I'm <laughs> that's I'm I can't finish this game, so. That's probably that's on me. That's on me. Like I had bowler's wrist from playing this game too, too much. If that if that says anything from playing the game, I'm sure. Is that yeah. a thing? Bowler's wrist? Yeah, man. It, it actually yes, because like when I okay. So full disclosure, and we're kind of going into this one, which I think is fine. But the bowling one was obviously my favorite, as was a lot of people's. But also, I was in a bowling league when I was younger. So ah. so like I I yeah. So I actually had a little bit of you know, vested interest in, in that one, I guess. But when I was in that league back in the day, um, it was fairly common to get these like specialized wrist, uh, braces basically to keep your wrist straight for better bowling, but also to keep you from like, you know, hurting your wrist or twisting it or whatever. So it's, it's totally a thing. Well, good thing we have like one pound Wiimotes that kind of helps. Yeah. You know, so like I said, I could just neglect to put the strap on and just fling it through a television set. No, it's funny. Like back then when they came out with this standard definition Wii, like I remember having an HD television. (laughs) So I thought it was like like, the weirdest thing. Oh, same, same. same. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I guess the, the nursing homes that these Wiis ended up in, they just had these giant crts or something still who knows so i gotta i I gotta really ask about boxing tiger because Mm. i hated boxing i couldn't stand i could not stand boxing 
No, because it wouldn't register. I wanted to play fucking Punch-Out, and I didn't yeah. get Punch-Out. <laughs> I thought I was going to get Punch-Out. Now, eventually well, we did get Punch-Out, but I was it wasn't say, on Eventually sports. you got it. Well, to be fair, it is the worst motion control game in Wii Sports. I can agree on that. Yes. Because agreed. if you punch, sometimes you don't punch. <laughs> and that makes it a field sport. But... Um, like you said earlier at the the tennis um, where you found out how to flick and that's all you really had to do that's mm-hmm. really all you had to do in boxing too um unfortunately the nunchuck is a little um less cooperative than the actual Wii remote so i would <laughs> i i would try not to punch with the nunchuck hand <laughs> if i didn't have to you're like Oni from Street Fighter 3. You just have one arm. You're the one-armed boxer. <laughs> there you go. Um, I would say that one, the, the biggest um, strategy, though, in boxing was just basically um, moving your nunchuck and remote from side to side so that you can dodge left and right. And mm-hmm. if your opponent tries to punch and it does one of those slow-motion punches where it misses, then you just you hit, you hit them all day. So that was pretty much the basic strategy of the game rather than just trying to, you know, randomly throw punches like mocap boxing or <laughs> or uh, <laughs> or like, you know, playing punch out for your first time and not knowing that you have like strategies to look for. Um, but I think th- that's why I liked boxing because there was an actual somewhat strategy and I think I had the flick down where you can actually like cause punches now like uppercuts that never worked for me <laughs> um even though you, you couldn't could, get a tiger you. uppercut yeah i couldn't uppercut ever like as soon as you go down to try to uppercut it'll just punch <laughs> or it just wouldn't work at all so i could understand why yeah. people wouldn't like boxing i think that in in the 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 control issue in conjunction with the fact that that game out of all five of them was the one that was um i think the most physically intense assuming you weren't just cheesing it of course um oh yeah was part of the reason i never really played that one all that much <laughs> like i just i was just like no nah, man i'm done like I'm, I'm sweating from this and i feel like that's too much this this ain't no we fit no. this ain't a ring fit adventure <laughs> they, they didn't exist yet no they didn't i, I, I no <laughs> Where i do think they needed this? something to highlight both hands um and highlight the nunchuck as well so I think it was good specifically for that purpose. I mean, it could it highlighted the fact that the nunchuck was like inferior to the, <laughs> to the Wiimote. Yes, yes, for sure. That too. It did that. Hopefully, you didn't have like yeah. a third party nunchuck. Then it'd be like even worse. Oh yeah, like, give me in that fucking Mad Cats shit. Oh man. my god, <laughs> I want some of that, dude. Speaking of third party stuff, can we just talk for a, a hot second about the like? obnoxious number of plastic accessories that came with this thing oh like the tennis uh, rackets that serve no absolute <laughs> fucking purpose play with a holy shit real tennis racket <laughs> yeah i uh actually uh, the the real way to play it is to just duct tape a wiimote to an actual racket and <laughs> just go for it that way but yeah man like all the listen the 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 accessory manufacturers went fucking buck wild with these things because they put like that you had uh yeah tennis rackets there was like little batons and shit for certain things like the the little golf, the plastic golf clubs that serve zero purpose other than make you look like a jackass. Like, oh, it was it was a wild time in 
in in gaming accessories. I'd hate to see. Also, in, I'd hate to see the bowling ball version of that. By the way, I think that would be absolutely horrific. Okay, yeah. Well, not that we're talking about that game right now, but the Wii Sports Resort one also had a bunch of bullshit accessories, and they had a frisbee. Oh no! Who makes a frisbee what? to put a Wii mote in? <laughs> How many times do you think someone literally threw a Frisbee Wiimote into, like, a window? You know that happened. <laughs> <sighs> the funny, the funny uh, thing is people buy this. People buy this yeah, stuff. They course. eat it up. And, and it's also part of, like, you know, oh, my kid wants this thing. Oh, it'd be cool to have these extra things as well. You know, it's for Christmas, whatever. You got to pad out that Christmas present with some plastic shit. It's like, well, I got you this, but look at all these things. Yeah. Yeah, sure. They just end up like scattered around the living room floor like six days later. It feels like China made a bunch of shit that they couldn't sell on like the the 10 cent penny, you know, dime market and just cut a hole into it and say, hey, put a fucking Wiimote in it. And now all of a sudden we're rich. Also in, um, Tangentially related news, uh, I just got a notification that evidently uh, GameStop has hired Reggie fils to their board of directors. No. Boo. Oh, no. <laughs> this is hot off the presses, ladies and I'm, gentlemen. I'm betting on them to die. And now know, they do right? that. Like, and now the stock's going to go back up for like, you know, a really short amount of time. But soon nope. <laughs> it's just delaying their death. <laughs> On the bright side, no I mean, stock is going up right now. Yeah, no, that's I, true. I, I, nah, yes, no. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess we'll see if uh, if Reggie can go in and you know kick ass and and take names. He will Pizza Hut GameStop. Like, like he did before. Wow, literally, yeah. and you know you said that, and literally the stock went up as they announced it by like you know ten uh, percent. That's the Reggie effect. Yeah, right. The Reginator. <laughs> Reggie is bringing Mother uh, Three to GameStop. <laughs> God dang it! Exclusive. <laughs> it's been it's, it's been so long. <laughs> just oh my god. Just like Xenoblade. Uh, but at any rate, um, so any any last things that anybody wants to talk about with the Wii Sports before we we wrap up with our thoughts on uh, its viability in the current day and age? Uh, bowling, bowling is phenomenal. Yes, I agree. Bowling is definitely the best. Bowling thing. is the absolute party uniter. As as Tiger said earlier, that's the one game you could just pass around. And mm-hmm. everyone could have a good time. And I that ha- was, it was great. I had strategies for how to throw straight. And I would help mm-hmm. people out. Because if people didn't know how to play like me, <laughs> uh, then <laughs> they could <laughs> use this. Uh, okay. So if you want to throw the ball straight, just do a Statue of Liberty. So they'd do a Statue of Liberty, and the ball would always go straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean when I say do a Statue of Liberty? You swing straight and then end up in the Statue of Liberty pose. Okay, this is not a always euphemism, works. is it? Uh, <laughs> well, you see, you got to Eiffel Tower that bowling ball. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. But once you get that down, man, it's cake from there, let me tell you. And I mean, you know, clearly you need to listen to, to Tiger and I on this because I don't know if you know, but uh, we are we bowling pros. Pro. It says so. Pro. Yeah. And, Pro. and hey, not so. to mention... It still says pro. I put it in there two days ago, and it still says pro. So, fourteen years pro, baby. <laughs> Did you put it in your Wii or your Wii U? That's a, that's a long and illustrious career. <laughs> I put it in my Wii U, became the Wii. You know, it's all the same. Whatever. Because everyone knows the Wii U is the best way to play this. But bowling was great. I think, like, 
as Tiger was saying in the brief history, they, according to notes, like they really wanted to focus on the pitching and hitting in baseball. But I really mm. feel like bowling is the game that everyone went away. Everyone went away from and said, this is the probably best and most accurate game on this collection. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think like anecdotally, I think that that one was the one that got vastly more playtime in my experience with like family and friends than, than any of the other ones. And, and ironically, it also, ex- it, it expends the least amount of energy. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why. That is the reason. Actually. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I can just sit on the couch and bowl like a pro. No, you actually have to get up for that. I mean, that depends on how, where you point the, the wee sensor bar. Yeah. How flexible you are. Also, just as a side note, um, I really do appreciate the, the music in, in Wii sports that, that like, smooth jazz elevator vibe that it's got going for it is is very uh very soothing yes sometimes i want to chill i just sit back and lounge and put on some wii sports soundtrack there you go just hit up youtube 10 hours of of wii sports soundtrack (laughs) yeah there you go it's so loud though when it comes up (laughs) in the menu of your wii and you like hit it it's like (laughs) like jesus christ (laughs) that is how it sounds that's <laughs> yeah that's, that's exactly it that's exactly it just Audio trying to fidelity. sneak in some play time at 6 a.m in the morning and not wake up my parents <laughs> fail <laughs> damn it tiger with the bowling always with the bowling uh well at any rate uh i think it's probably about time that we we wrap things up so um so okay real quick just a one sentence thing do we feel that uh, this holds up today. If someone were to pop this in their Wii slash Wii U, I say yes. I still think it's a lot of fun. Um, what about you guys? Absolutely. No question. It's 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 still a good party game. You can have a lot of people over, get really drunk, and then play some bowling, and it will still be fun. Uh, I, if I don't know, I haven't played the, the Wii U remaster. I'm just going to assume it's better because the Wii U is our lord and savior. So we need to assume... Indeed that the Wii U version is is the best. Well, let me go ahead and tell you, disappointingly, that I hate the Wii U version of Wii Sports. God damn it, Tiger. Uh, You're ruining it, my, it dreams. my dreams. Yeah, it's it's. I'm sorry. It's not better. It's more expensive, and it takes more work. Um, just throwing that out there. To use the pad to hit the golf ball is way too much work, and that's not what we wanted out of Wii Sports. It's like what real we golf. Get, what we wanted out of Wii Sports is what we got out of Wii Sports. And Wii Sports is definitely still playable. Uh, not to mention that uh, if you want to play a 1-2 Switch or Wii Sports, you don't want to play 1-2 Switch. <laughs> I think you just don't want to play 1-2 Switch in general. Yeah, yeah so I think that's even, just general You don't even advice. remember it exists. But Wii Sports... I didn't until you just yeah, said that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, Wii Sports uh, lives on, and and it in our hearts. It can easily, it can easily still be played on today, and people will still have as much fun as they did uh, fourteen years ago. All right, so uh, because we are at the end of the episode, uh, I am contractually obligly, obligated to say that uh, if you would like to reach out to us, there's a number of ways you can do that. Um, you can find Retro Hangover on all of the social media platforms. Uh, we are Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, not Visco. Apparently, that's a thing now. I don't know. I'm too old to know what the that fuck is. fuck is but, Visco? Uh, yeah, exactly. Visco. Also, you're saying you're wrong. So that's <laughs> there you go. Um, but there are all those places. You can also find our YouTube channel for uh, recordings of our Twitch streams, as well as video episodes um, of these these bad boys right here. And uh, of course, if you happen to stop by on Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern time. 
Uh, you can see our live Twitch streams where we play retro games generally badly um, or just uh, completely screw them up like this past week where we played a really fantastic version of episode one racer that uh, didn't work. So that was cool. It looked beautiful. That's the thing you're that. Yeah, that was the thing that you're missing out on by not being there on Twitch. So uh, feel free to feel free to stop by. I think it's like uh, being misled oh, by also, a tie hooker. Yeah, that's a that is a that's a relatable thing. You're right. Thank you, Chris. You are welcome. For that um, misled how? And also, oh please don't don't ask him to elaborate on that. <laughs> We're gonna skip right over that. But if you want to put your money towards something better than a tie hooker, you can go misleading to you. bit.ly slash rh patron. And you can put down some money to donate uh, on a monthly basis to our Patreon. And if you get to the 16-bit tier, that will give you access to our bonus exclusive audio content, which you can only get that way uh, that we are releasing biweekly now. So on the off weeks of the episode. So that's another content stream that you can uh, pick up on. And you can also check out the merch shop at bit.ly slash RHP merch. And with the spiel out of the way, uh, once again, Tiger, thank you for joining us for another episode. It is always lovely to have you here. Had a good time, and you know I'm here for the assists. And, and where can we find Absolutely. you on the internet of the places people uh, want to find you? My Twitter is at LPTiger, T-Y-G-E-R, and I'm not, uh, as opposed to this podcast, on every single form of social media. That is where you will find me, definitely, the Twitters. There you Sweet. go. Very easy to find. Mm -hmm. Well... With all of that being said, until next time, play with your bowling ball shaped joysticks.